What if it's not too late? What if you truly can retire confidently? I'm Telton W. Hall, certified financial planner and best-selling author of The Secure Solution, creating a high-quality retirement in a low-interest rate world. My team and I have engaged in thousands of retirement planning sessions with middle and upper middle class Americans, people like you with their own unique fears and families and their own messes and their own successes. And they have done just that, retired confidently. If you're willing to go with me, I can tell you how. It's story time. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. I got a great story to share with you. At the end, you'll have to decide whether it's a success story or a mess story. So it starts out on a Friday evening, and uh, my wife left. Man, I'm trying to remember where she went. I don't think it was a book club night. For some reason, my wife was not at home. I thought this would be a great time to, to spend an evening with my boys. My older girls were, one of them was going to another friend's house for a get-together, and the other invited some friends over to our house, and they were hanging out in our basement. So after dinner, we uh, cleaned up the dishes, and then the boys were like, Dad, Dad, we want, we want a treat, we want, and they were talking about different things. And one of my sons, he loves kombucha. We get kombucha at Costco, and it's like the favorite treat. And so they decided they wanted kombucha and popcorn. So I'm like, okay, which is funny. I didn't even know what kombucha was maybe two, three years ago. Maybe that'll date me, but uh, it is what it is, kombucha and popcorn. And so we sat around drinking <laughs> drinking our uh, fermented non-alcoholic whatever is in kombucha and eating popcorn. So we sat around doing that. And, and we were just kind of telling some stories, goofing off, had, had some fun there. And then they said, then they said Dad, we, we came up with this golf game, this putting game we want to play. And they call it horse. And you, they set up a, you would call it a hole, a receiver for a golf ball. And then they grabbed a tape measure and they put little markers along the carpet at one foot, two foot, three foot, up to... I think I think they went like 13 feet away, and so in the, just like in the game of horse, you choose where you're going to hit from. If you make it, then the person behind you has to hit from that same spot. If they miss their putt, then they get a letter. Once you get all the letters that spell horse, then then you're out. I made some good putts early on, and my son Lincoln, my 12 year old, uh, he fell behind. He was like H O R, maybe S H O R H O R S. And my, my other son this is a little bit younger, 10 years old, Greg, and he was doing okay. I think he had maybe had one or two letters. And then they both started making these really long putts from like 10 and 12, 13 feet back. I made a couple, but I missed a couple. And before they knew it, I was out. They had beat their dad at playing putting horse. And so... So I was out and I sat there while they finished their game, uh, finished it out going back and forth. It was super, super fun to watch them play. And then they wanted to play again. And so I said, oh, you know, it's getting a little later at this point, but okay, we can play again. And let's make it a quick game. So I think we did like we played pig or something. And so it was just a little bit quicker game uh, because then you only have three letters before you're out. 
then after that, they're like, we really want to watch a show. We want to watch. And they had just barely been introduced to Bluey, which I had never been introduced to before. They said, no, Dad, it's like, it's a good show. You'll like it. So I said, okay, but listen, as soon as Bluey is over, let's go to bed. Like, this has been a fun evening. We've, it's been delightful hanging out with you, and I wouldn't want to do anything else. At the same time, let's go to bed. Let's not keep staying up. You're not 15, 16. You're not 18 years old yet, so let's, let's get to bed. So I've, we watched an episode of Bluey. They were like, please, one more episode. And I was like, okay, all right, one more. Go brush your teeth. Get ready for bed right now. Then you can watch one more episode. Then we're going to bed. And so I th- and maybe, maybe we, we, uh, we uh, said like our, our evening prayers there. We said, say, say, say your evening prayer with me here. Go brush your teeth. Get ready for bed. You can watch one more episode. Then you're going to bed. They agreed. Okay. So they did that. They finished their episode of Bluey and right at the end of it my brother-in-law showed up because his daughter is friends with my daughter and she was one of the the friends that was hanging out downstairs so I'm like hey I call him skills because he has any skill that you ever wanted to have you know like nunchuck skills computer hacking skills bow hunting skills, cake baking skills, steak cooking skills. He's got them all, so I call him skills. And everybody should have a brother-in-law like skills. And so I'm like, skills, what are you doing, man? He's like, hey, I'm, I'm here to get out of you. And so I say, well, they're, they're downstairs. And I say, boys, good night. Go to, go to bed. And I go downstairs with skills. And the girls are just finishing up an episode of of America's Funniest Home Videos, which I did not know that that still exists. They had pulled it up on, I don't know what device, or they had pulled it up and were, and were uh, projecting it onto the, to the projector that we have downstairs. And <laughs> they were watching America's Funniest Home Videos. And I was like, this is funny. This is still around. Like, this is a thing. After all these years and... And so we were all kind of, we thought that was funny. And so I ended up like sitting down there on the edge of the couch and Skills is there next to me. And we let him finish this show. And I look over after a few minutes and my two boys are standing there watching this. And I'm like, guys, you were supposed to go to the bed. And they were like, well, Skills brought our cousin with us. And so we were just, we wanted to hang out with her for a little while longer. So, so Skills must have been going around gathering up his kids because he has one that was younger that's closer to, to, to my two boys' age and then this the one that was there with the younger teenagers watching this America's Funniest Home videos. And so I'm like, oh, all right. Like, you can hang out while she's here. She's only going to be here for a few minutes longer. And so they ended up, uh, like, they watched a, a little bit more and then they were playing with their cousin for a minute while we finished up. And at that point, that kind of all the parents started showing up. It was it was time to wrap things up, and so um, I went upstairs. I was answering the door, inviting the parents in, getting the right kid, and getting them sent off. And at the end of all of that, Skills and his daughters are gone. I think all but one of the friends are gone. And I look in the living room, and my boys are still in the the living room. They have not gone to bed yet. So I went out there like, guys, listen, go to 
bed. All right. This has been a fun evening and it's turning on fun. Go in and get to bed. And they're like, well, when, when our cousin was here, we ate and I, I don't even remember what they ate. They ate some treat that their cousin had brought with them. This is Gil's youngest daughter. And so, uh, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Go brush your teeth. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was like the leftover popcorn. So I'm like, brush your teeth, floss, and then get in bed. So I go in to the office, which is across from the bathroom where these guys are brushing their teeth to go to bed. And a minute later, I hear like a royal rumble happening in the bathroom. And I go busting in there. I open the door. And like somebody had like tossed the toothpaste lid to the other guy and it had fallen. They said, pick it up. And they said, no. And so my two boys are, you know, crammed in between the toilet and the, the side of the tub and they're wrestling and trying to get each other in a headlock. Like you pick it up and put it, put the lid back on the toothpaste. You pick it up and put the lid back on the toothpaste. And they're like, I mean, you. You get the picture. I'm not sure like there's kind of, I'm not sure who's on top because there's body parts of both that that are underneath and on top and they're smashed over here in this little confined space. And of course I'm like, Are you kidding me? So I'm like, you two, stand up, look at me. So they will stand up, they look at me. I'm like, guys, this is wrong of you. I've been nice. I was nice to let you eat your treat. I was nice to play with you, which I had tons of fun doing. I was nice to let you watch your show. I was nice to let you play with your cousin. And now you're just taking advantage of me. It's like, I mean, can you imagine like, uh, uh, imagine some old, old lady that, that some guy asked for some money on the street and she gives him 20 bucks and he's like, hey, can you give me 40? And so she gives him 40 and he's like, hey, can you give me 60? And so she gives him 60 bucks. And then he like, he pushes her down and kicks her and take, grabs her purse and like takes off running. Like that's what you're doing here. And at this moment right here, my, my 12 year old who is very sincere. He is a very, very sincere individual. My 10-year-old has a tendency to, to goof off just a little bit more, whereas my 12-year-old my will take things seriously, and he feels a strong obligation to do what is right, even if, it, if, if it's hard, whereas the other one will, will be a little bit more jovial about things. But at this point, it's actually my 12-year-old that's that he's kind of got that that face when you're trying not to smile because you know once you crack a smile it's gonna it's gonna turn into a chuckle which is gonna turn into like a, a full-on laugh and he's trying to be o o obedient and pay attention to me here and so finally <laughs> I look at him and I could tell he's trying not to smile, so I give in a little bit and smile, and of course that tips them both off the top. <laughs> they're like, they're rolling on the ground. Like, Dad, are you kidding me? Like, what are you saying? Like, some old lady? Like, what? What? What are you even talking about, Dad? And so I'm like, guys, come on now. Like, listen, stand up. And so they stood up. I'm like, what do you think I'm telling you? And they're like. They go, there was some bum on the street that pushed down a granny and kicked her in the face. <laughs> and, and the other one's like, and took her wall and took off running. <laughs> and I'm like, 
All right, so maybe it's a bad example, but I'm feeling like I have been kind here and you have continued to ask for more and more and have not reciprocated this kindness by being grateful. And in this case, you demonstrate your gratitude by being obedient and going to bed when I ask. And so at this point, they're like, all right, you're absolutely right. We've had a, a good laugh. And, and we understand what you're saying. We're going to go to bed. So they go to bed. And since that time, a few things have happened. The first off is they bring it up occasionally and all have, have a, a good solid belly laugh at my expense. (laughs) And secondly, they've actually remembered the experience more than other times when I've tried to teach that concept. And occasionally we'll use it. They'll be like, dude, he's already done these things for us. Don't be like the homeless guy. And then, of course, they got to start laughing and like, all right, dad, what, we're going to bed or we're OK, fine. We'll get to work or whatever. And so it's been it's been a positive outcome in that regard. Here's why I find it fascinating is in my personal psyche I have a tendency to live in regret. Obviously not all the time. I don't think you can live constantly in regret and have the level of success that I have in my life. But there are certainly times when no matter which path I would have taken, I look back and think, oh, why didn't I do that? Or why did, even if it was, I set a big goal and because I'm thinking about this specifically in my life right now, I set a big goal and I accomplished that. And I look back and think, why didn't I set a bigger goal? When at the time it seemed terrifying to me, the goal that I would set. Now I look back and think, sheesh, well, if I, I mean, if I was going to accomplish it either way, why didn't I just set a bigger goal? And my wife's like, are you kidding me, Telton? Like, why are you living in regret about something that seemed right for you at the time? And she's right. She's absolutely right, as she always is. And the point is super, super valid. And I want to leave you with that point today that it is often the case. It's very often the case that folks that I talk to, let's say they're within five years of retirement or they're at retirement or somewhere in that range, they have regrets. They almost always feel like that they did something wrong. They Every time they feel like they didn't get everything right and that they have this regret piece. And a lot of what we do, the Retire Confidently program absolutely helps unravel some of that because it takes you out of regret and just puts you in, here are the facts and something changes mentally so that you can move forward with confidence. But a lot of the mental shift has to happen around that concept of getting really clear on where you are because in some way and in some fashion, I've seen it time and time again, that helps you move away from regret. It helps you not live in regret and not regret what you're feeling like or all these mistakes. And my boy's experience is just a perfect example where sometimes, particularly my, my older one that, that has a tendency to just really take things really hard, he doesn't progress as quickly and rebound and implement the principle that I was teaching because he's living in that regret and being hard on himself spot versus other times like this example, 
when instead of going to regret and not quite self-loathing, but almost self-loathing, like a lot of self-disappointment, instead of living there, he was able to stay lighthearted during the situation and he actually learned and implemented the lessons even better. That's your challenge. It's, and I just, I would ask you to start to recognize those areas of your life where maybe you're living in regret, switch that over, make it light, and you'll actually implement the lessons better. Obviously, Retire Confidently program is designed to help you because it switches your mentality over to where the, literally the psychology of retirement planning, you put the odds of success in your favor. So thanks for joining me this week. Have a great one. And if you drop the uh, toothpaste lid, I would highly suggest do not get in a wrestling fight where one of you ends up pinned in between the toilet and the bathtub. Have a great one. Hey folks, one last thing. If you have not checked out the Retire Confidently program recently, you really need to. We have drastically changed the cost associated with that program. So to go to teltonhall.com forward slash program and then click sign up and then put in the discount code podcast, podcast, all caps. You're going to be blown away at the price that you'll pay for what a program that could massively change your retirement outlook, your confidence towards your retirement, and make thousands, ten thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference in your retirement. Don't miss this. Take advantage of it right now. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. Click sign up. Use the discount code PODCAST in all caps. And for the price of, I mean, the less than a pair of basketball shoes, less than a really nice dinner out, you can get access to a program where we've seriously tried to give you every tip, every trick, every piece of education, every strategy that we can to turn any angst you have about retirement into confidence towards your retirement. Check it out. Teltonhall.com forward slash program. I am super excited for you. Your future retired self is ecstatic for you.